You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still not recording, Derek. What about now? Are we recording now? Are we here? Are we live? We are live in five, four, three. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Derek, what is going on, man? How are you? All right. Fine. Thank you, everybody. Welcome back to another fun-filled, crazy episode where I ramble with a useless fact. We talk about our business sponsors, and then we dive into all things, whatever the hell we want to talk about. Probably Roe versus Wade. So anyways, uh, moving on. It's fine. My mom, uh, when I asked her what abortion was, she said, ask your sister. And I don't have a sister, so I don't really know what she meant. So, all right, everybody, our business sponsors are High Peak Imagery. Thank you so much for being our business sponsor. Uh, if you want to take your business marketing to another level, hire High Peaks at highpeaksimagery.com. They will fly a first-person drone through your business and... Showcase whatever you want to showcase. Can't beat it, guys. Had an itch on my upper lip. Had to ensure that I took care of that before I continued. High Peaks uh, is a veteran-owned local company that can help you do all the things that you're trying to achieve when it comes to drone footage. Queen City Creative Works is a married couple that is raising a family that have multiple dogs that are labs, and they are wonderful. Uh... I mean, the owners would probably say otherwise, and I'm sure one of the owners of Queen City Creative Works is rolling her eyes after saying that the dogs are wonderful, but it's fine. They are, and you know that you love them, and that's all that matters. Uh, Queen City Creative Works can make custom items for you, and if you are interested in buying Buffalo Happy Hour branded merchandise, go on their website at queencitycreativeworks.com. Scroll down on their homepage to see their Shop Now button for us, and select the items that you want to enjoy. Other than that, Addies, thank you so much for your logo. We appreciate you. And Derek? What's up, bud? Useless fact. 
Go for it. There are upside-down traffic signals in Syracuse, New York, because in the 1920s, the local Irish residents did not want red, a color reminiscent of the British flag situated higher than green, which is a color closely associated with the Irish. So they flipped the streetlights upside down. And they're still like that now? Yep. Is that confusing to people? Figured out. Is that a hot spot for accidents? Probably not. I mean, that's amazing. It's one of the best things ever. <laughs> now I want to travel around Syracuse, try to find one. You yeah, know? and take a picture of it. Yeah. Post it up. How's your week? Let's dive into the weekly recap, shall we? How was your fourth? Amazing. There's nothing wrong about the 4th of July ever. I hate people that are like, 4th of July is canceled this year. Newsflash. 4th of July is never canceled. Ever. History began on July 4th, 19, or 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. Ron Swanson, let's go. It's serious, though. You, you can't cancel the 4th. Agreed. Tell my neighbors that. Shooting off fireworks at 11 o'clock at night. Finally felt old. So I'm like, are you serious? 11 o'clock at night, you're still throwing off fireworks? I got work tomorrow. Like, that's rude. What time does your ordinance kick in? 11? I don't think anyone matters or cares about it. I think it's 10. I think statewide you have to stop shooting off fireworks at 10 p.m. That's like concerts, right? Like outdoor concerts have to be done at 10? You know, the state really does just kind of suck. I could be wrong about that. Let's look it up. It's probably 11. And then over a certain decibel, which is like an ungodly high number, I'm sure. I can barely hear myself. Is my mic even on? Probably not. Perfect. You probably blew it out during that intro. No, I was a little juiced up, you know? Oh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do we got? It's, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I've spent so much time underneath these headphones behind this mic, you know? You know? We're out here. What'd you see? I'm trying to look it up. You're you're so into your phone right now. It's like I'm not even here. It's like you forgot about me. I'm looking up a question you asked. <laughs> I'm way better at multitasking than you are. Clearly. When you ask me questions, I'm laughing, joking around, talking <laughs> to you still. You're not talking to me still. You're looking stuff up. No See, way. See, I'm talking to you right now. The problem is, is New York State. They don't give you a set answer on anything. They're just like, you overcook fish, right to jail. Wow, wee wow. The only thing I can figure out is fireworks are only legally allowed to be used and sold from June 20th to July 5th and December 26th to January 2nd. So you can buy fireworks day after, but you can get a great deal on them. But I don't know, it has to be 11. Why does the state regulate every single aspect of yeah, life? Yeah, why can't you buy fireworks in May? What if I wanted them for my birthday? Exactly. Unless you're an authorized dealer, I'm sure. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot we can go into, but I don't want to go into it. Why? Because we're not a political show. But there's so much garbage that has happened in New York State the past week that is really disheartening. But we can't go into it, bro. We got to make people laugh. We got to make people forget about things. We just drank some whiskey, and for some reason, the other useless fact of today is that Mike's not drinking. 
I'm not drinking today for no reason. I just you this know, is the first time in this entire podcast you're not drinking. You know that, right? To be fair, I still got a little left from the ones no, I always grab. No, that doesn't count. It was forty proof, twenty ABV. That does not count. I know, really, dude. There's like stronger bourbon creams. That's what I'm saying. And you're going to, we have done this. This is going to be our 145th episode. This is the first time you're not going to have a drink with me? We started oh, this don't. podcast oh, don't based start. off of the fact oh, that we start. drink. <laughs> you're not going to drink with me. Why aren't you drinking? I just, I don't know, man. I'm just not in the mood. Not in the mood. I just got over a sinus infection. Colleen's got one now. She can't even breathe. She's sitting on the couch. Sam's just wagging his tail. Ooh, love me. And she's just like... <laughs> You know, like trying to figure it out. Her whole face is clogged. It's not. It's total anarchy in the house right now. Total I had, anarchy. I had one. Dude, I like died on Friday. From I, what? I don't know. I get randomly. <clears throat> I get these random fevers. Hit with like IBS. Right. No, I get these random fevers that last for like 30 minutes. And I told my doctor about them. And he's like, that's fine. Like, what do you mean it's fine? It's not fine. That's not normal. I don't feel like it's You normal. need a new doctor. I feel like my doctor is so used to me, my sister, and my mom because we all go to him. I think he's so used to us over-exaggerating everything to the point where I don't think he would know if something was actually wrong with me because we're all like the family who cried wolf. Like I go in there and it's like that episode from Parks and Rec where he's like, tell me what's wrong with you. And he lists 75 things and he's like, oh, and my thumb's broken. And, it, like, one thing actually is wrong with him. That's how I feel like my doctor is. Like, I feel like he he's so good because he doesn't prescribe me any medication. Because I'm one of those people that is, like, if I have a throbbing headache, I'll figure it out. I'm not taking an endless amount of Tylenol because I don't feel like that need. I don't need it. Like, my body can recover. I'll be fine. I don't need any medication. But... So I go to my doctor, and I love him because he doesn't prescribe me any medication. I tell him something's wrong with me. He's like, just try to figure out another way to do it. If it's still bothering you in a month, call me. Let me know. We'll figure it out if there's something else going on. And then I don't. It, I get over it within, like, three days, and I'm like, well, thanks, doc, for not putting me on, like, high blood pressure medication. It's like, no, just eat healthier. Like, you're fine. Yeah, right. So I love that about him. But I told him that I had this fever that lasts, like, 30 minutes. And he's like, it's fine. You probably just had like a l- extremely low level infection, your body fought it off really quick. Maybe you have a really good immune system. Like as long as you don't have a fever for days, don't worry about it. Like if it's there for 30 minutes, then that means your body did the right thing. Yeah, you so beat it. Why are you why are you telling me about it? Yeah, that's fair. Like I get it, but like it's still weird that it happens a lot. So I I've, I've been having these fevers and then Friday I was just down for the count, man. My body, like every joint just started aching. And I'm like, this is COVID. I'm dead. Like I am dying tonight. So I'm laying on the couch. My back is hurting. I'm getting these hot flashes. My my bottom half is cold. My top half is hot. And I'm just laying there shivering, sweating at the same time. And I'm just sitting there like I'm dying. Like this is it. Cleo's coming towards me, licking me, going back over to Gina because she's keeping her distance. And I'm like, please do. I don't want you sick of the glue of this house. If you go down, we all go down, sister. So I need you healthy. So that's what happened. I just sat there. I went to bed early, slept for like 20 hours. And I just tried to kick it out of my system. Woke up the next morning, went disc golfing. So I was feeling fine. And when I woke up in the morning, I'm like, I just have a headache. Everything's okay. Like nothing. If this was COVID, this wouldn't have gone on for literally three hours. I went to sleep, woke up, and I'm fine. Like that's not COVID. I would have died. Because that's what the news tells me, is that I die with it. So 
I woke up, went disc golfing, came back home, kind of started having the feelings again, wasn't anything crazy, and then got home again later Saturday night, woke up Sunday morning, went golfing, felt fine again, got home Sunday, was feeling all right, woke up Monday morning, went disc golfing, and I never gave my body time to rest. So like I've I've just been perpetually in this like eighty five to eighty seven percent feeling well health because I haven't given my body some time to rest. But I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been getting out, exercising, having fun. Beat it the old the old college try, you know. Beat it the old fashioned way. I pause. Love it. Well, hopefully you. Uh, I mean, it's not like you don't drink enough water. So I, I don't know. So much water. Take some ibuprofen. Change your socks. It'll work itself out. I don't take ibuprofen though either. Like I only take ibuprofen if I literally can't hear myself think. Because if I have a headache, it's just like okay, what's ca- the cause of a headache? Yeah. Blunt force trauma didn't nail my head on anything, so I'm probably fine on that. Rip Demarius Thomas. We'll talk about it. Um, did Stage you, two. It sucks, dude. But uh, didn't have that. I dr- drink enough water, so it's not like I'm dehydrated, so I crossed that off the list. And the other one is just, like, like what else causes a headache? Mostly it's, like, caffeine. Like, you're not getting enough blood to your head for some godforsaken reason, and that's why Excedrin and other things have, like, traces of caffeine it is because it's supposed to open up your blood vessels. So I just sit there, relax a little bit, like, try not to get all wound up because then the blood will start pumping even harder and I'll get more of a headache. None of this is verified. I'm not a doctor, so don't follow what I'm doing. If you want to take ibuprofen, take ibuprofen. But I'm not going to be responsible when your heart collapses because you took too much of it or something along those lines, you know. So I just sit there and I just let it go. If I'm really having a tough time, I'll make some coffee. Caffeine's got caffeine in it, and I'm good to go, you know. Do it the old-fashioned way. I agree. Rub, maybe rub some mint on my forehead. I don't know what I'm doing. Start I, sniffing bath salts. We'll be fine. Don't do that. Gnawing on Cleo. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're just eating your front lawn and someone asks <laughs> yeah. what you're up to and you're like cutting the grass. <laughs> right. The, uh, yeah, I had a sinus infection for a week straight, downed a bottle of Dayquil. Fine. Yeah. Got over it. It is what it is. Life sucks. Get a helmet. The uh, Okay. I have... A text that I have to read you. I can't disclose who's in this text thread. Okay? Okay. You won't guess anyway, so it's fine. But I have to do this to protect their identity. Boys, this is verbatim. This I, I am not going to make any of this up. I am reading this text. I did not think of this. There are multiple responses to this first text. This is grotesque. It is hilarious. Uh, but if you're into this, then you'll laugh. And if you don't want to hear this text, then I don't know, skip forward 30 seconds. So this is, I, I have a question for you of what's the grossest thing that you've experienced at work that involves a BM, that bowel movement, baby, that, that little passage. Let me read you this text. Again, if you don't want to hear it, just skip. This is so funny. Boys, I have to tell you this. I was just in a meeting via cell phone, and I had to shit real bad. Should have muted myself, but I didn't. You know how it is. Let out the meanest, porcelain echoing shit you ever heard, and every person on the phone call was like, what the fuck was that? So I played along and was like, Ayo, who's taking a shipment meeting? I couldn't hold it together. I started dying and had to hang up. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so why didn't he mute himself? I don't know. I'm almost happier that he didn't just because it's just so ridiculous. If you were a part of that meeting, what would you like how would you react? I personally would have muted myself, laughed uncontrollably hard, sweated, probably texted you immediately. And then just waited to see how that played out. Like, <laughs> how? And if you hang up and leave, wouldn't it be obvious then that it was you? you? 100%. <laughs> or you, like, go on mute right after that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. The trigger finger's a little late there, bud. Why Why didn't he mute himself? In the first, or did he think know. he was muted? No. <laughs> he just didn't do it. He just... The thing is with meetings is that you can see who's talking. <laughs> so it's not like it's a huge mystery. Everybody knows. <laughs> and there's a recording of it all. So everybody knows who's talking. Well, yeah, talking. but you have like actual meetings on Zoom or whatever. Right. Yeah, this is like a phone call in oh, for like a conference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> well, if he's calling into a WebEx or something like that, then yeah, everyone on the back you, end can see. Have you ever joined a conference call that's all on cell phones and it's basically just like a 15 way phone call no yeah it was probably one of those where you just dial the phone number and then type in the the code for the group and then you're all in there because that was a thing back in you know back in the old days back when i was in we used to do that it was a conference call Thank you. Every Tuesday. Thank it was you. miserable. Thank you for your service. Shut up, Derek. <laughs> I just want to say it. <laughs> so I found out that I have another... Well, we've talked about it, but I have another pet peeve. People that show their I voted stickers. Yeah. I hate it. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. Correct. I hate it. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. Just don't post on Facebook. So anyways... Why are you posting? It's not like an accomplishment. Correct. Like it's it's everybody's civic duty. civic duty. Yeah. Shut up. You're like, who... Okay. Who, uh, how much money do we spend on I voted stickers? Right. Like, how many tax dollars go into I voted stickers? <laughs> probably not that much. How many hours do we work a week but that probably, goes towards I voted but stickers? Probably more than you would think. Like, that's the sad part is you think stickers, oh, it's probably not that much. And it's probably not a crazy amount. But if you look at it, it's probably like someone's getting kickback from this for sure. All, uh, yeah, Soros. <laughs> so I have a, I'm kidding. So I have a question too because you and I don't have kids yet. Right? God willing. Yeah. So that's another topic for another day. Oh, yeah. What does God have to do? <laughs> Whatever. Atheist. Chill out. So we, we pay every week, every pay period, we pay a certain amount of money towards three letters for family care leave or whatever. I like, thought you were going HIV. No, no, no. Like paid family leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's P- PFL. And it's on your pay stub. Like, it's in there. How do you get paid? Because you're unpaid from work, but you're paid through the state for X amount of time. So, like, every week, you just get a paper check? No, you get paid through work. Yeah, but if you're on maternity leave, how does that work? You get paid through work. It's a deduction, or it's a reduction of your paycheck. Like, you you have X amount of weeks that you get... You can get like 100%, yeah, 100% pay or whatever. Then you have another X amount of weeks that is like 80%. And then however long your leave is, I'm sure it's broken out into different 
things, but your work pays for it. That's what you pay into. It's not a state thing, I don't think. The, the companies might get kickback from the state, like on the back end, if they had people, like a tax write-off or something like that. Like it might be a taxable thing, but it's mostly a company. Okay, so it shows up every week just normal? Yeah. Because I thought it was separate. Like, you just get paid by the state for maternity leave because it's a state thing. Uh, I could be 1,000% wrong. Don't have kids. Just assuming here. I just know that it goes through my bank or my employer. That's all I know. Curious to see how that whole thing works out. Look it up. I just speak in confidence, dude. I have no idea what I'm actually talking about. I just have a conviction in me, and I just tell it like it is. Yeah, and I almost got fired for that because I was too honest or whatever. So I... <laughs> I get paid for paternity leave. I'm uh, my employer has a crazy paternity leave. Yeah, what is it like forty weeks? Close. <laughs> I get like six months. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that much. I think I get three months. Um, Just keep waving the flag. Hell yeah, dude! Tell you, you got to come there. All right. So, how do you Pause. get paid? <laughs> You get paid <laughs> for maternity leave. Yeah, like if it's through the... Impl- so, any- whatever. Anyways, it's fine. It's fine. There's better things to talk about other than what the Oogles machines brings up about New York State doing things. A it's considered way. a short-term disability. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Oh, God. But, yeah. That's what it is. So that that's how it gets factored into it. Which makes sense. I mean, so is injury, isn't it? Like, if you get injured, you're on short-term disability. Like, that's the whole point. You're literally birthing a child. I don't know what injury men have, but dealing with it all for nine months, that's our injury relief. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, that I mean, that's what it is, short-term disability. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So maybe it is to the state. Dude, I don't know what I'm talking about 90% of the time. We need to bring on someone who's like HR. No. You want to really bring that on us? No, 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 no. Just talk about an HR position within a company. Just be like, have you ever heard somebody just ungodly release themselves <laughs> on a work meeting? There's been a lot. Well, you saw that stuff at CNN where the dude was wanking it on one of the video conference calls. That's true. I read a report that that's happening more and more frequently now that everyone's working from home. It's just dudes are just there with the cameras off and just going to town. It's like, wh- why? You're working. What are you doing? People are Is disaster- this I hate people. If you were in the office, do you do it in, like, the bathroom? I have no I don't really idea. want to go into this conversation because it's kind of weird, but, like, what are you doing? I'm starting to itch from sunburn. Yeah, what are we here for? <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> yeah, dude, people are the worst. <laughs> so what? But anyway, so back at, we're we're getting off that topic. I just don't like talking about that either. What would you What would you do if you were on that that phone? I would probably just throw my hands up in the air. I'm like, <laughs> are you serious, guy? That's probably what I would do. I was I would I would be the first person to talk after that happened to make them feel so awkward. Th- that would be my place. I th- I feel like that's my place in a lot of situations is to be that guy that just breaks the ice. Because if that happened, I can tell if you if you're on a call with like 15 people, you're the one doing it. So there's 14 people on that call that'll that are simultaneously just in shock. 
that have no idea how to respond. So they're just sitting there quietly trying to interpret what just happened, trying to figure out, is there thunder outside? Is it 4th of July early? Like, what's going on here? And then I'm that person that's going to be like, really, guy? You had to destroy the bathroom. And, like, let everybody know that I was thinking it, but you said it. Like, that's my role is to be that guy that says it. So I feel like that that's what I would do in that situation. <laughs> you would be the guy that would be egging would me laugh. on to keep going because you're going to continue laughing. I would laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's what I would do. <laughs> but yeah, that other than the weekend though, um, went disc golf and went golf and played Holiday Valley. It was fun. The course is ridiculously expensive, <laughs> but um, it's like eighty four dollars to yeah, say it was hi. So much. Why did you go there? Because it's a nice course. Yeah, but it takes, dude. It's literally ninety six dollars in gas to go there. Yeah, it's eighty four dollars to say hi. How you doing? Then it's fifteen for a cart. Then we went out to lunch after. Yeah, so dude, it was an expensive day. Yeah, you're four hundred dollars in. Yeah, it was an expensive day. No, but it was thanks. fun. No thanks. I have to reallocate funds elsewhere. Golf is just so much fun. It's so expensive. I'm so mad that you don't do it anymore. It's not that I don't do it you anymore. You don't do it anymore. I'm off the season. You don't do it anymore. Oh my god, pause. I what I'll still hit a bucket of balls, you know? When I need when I need last longer clubs. Oh, that's going to be your excuse um, now. For, I don't talk about swinging, Derek. <laughs> the <laughs> I Honest to God, just need fitted clubs. The problem is I'd rather put the $2,000 for that into my house. So. The house doesn't give you joy, though. You have to have some joy. It does. No, it doesn't. Derek, it doesn't, Financial security gives me joy. It doesn't, though. It doesn't give you the level of doing something you love. Here's the thing. Hiking with Sam, who's my dog if you're new. Also, subscribe if you're new. (laughs) Brings me as much joy as 18 holes. Well, then there you Pause. go. That's all you need. <laughs> I just, it's, yeah, I mean, I would, re- and it's free. Yeah. Well, then there you go. There's your justification. Don't tell me you're fixing houses with the money. I am. You just enjoy doing no, stuff. I would other rather than golf. put $2,000 into my house than golf clubs. Because you enjoy doing other stuff other and than golf. If you look at how much you spend in one season for golf, it's about $2,000. Uh, probably. If probably not close more. To it, if not more, yeah. Yeah, but that's okay because I love doing it. I'm going out twice this week, and I'm going to God. You're such Glen a finance Oaks, guy. Glen Oaks with my dad. So nauseating. And I'm going to where am I going with Jamie? Or Glen Oaks with Jamie and Ivy or Ironwoods yes, with my dad. You know, yeah. Let's go out. Yeah. You know, swing the old irons. Yeah, dude. I allocate my funds elsewhere. I am a good budgeter to where I can spend money on golf. That's how what I justify is, it. What and is I'm, going on? You just ripped this thing off the table. Yeah, still thing, lifting, dude? Hell Clearly. Yeah. Um, not tight. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about just getting a membership next year somewhere. Joining a country club. Really forking out that dough. So what I do you get with that? Every day. Endless tees? Free tees? Is that what you get? Endless rounds for life. You just go out whenever you want. Like if I'm free, like if Gina wants, to, oh, I'm gonna go grab dinner with my grandma tomorrow. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go play nine over here, not pay, just walk on, play nine, go home, easy. I do that right now. It just costs money to do that, so I'm saving it for the weekends. You know, have a day out of it. She's getting into golf too. She might get a membership. 
She's excited. She volunteered for one golf event, and she's like, I can see why you like this. This is fun. I'm like, I know. I've been telling you this all the time. I'm not making this up. It's fun until you get good enough to know you suck, and then you're mad. But then you got to be good enough to know I can hit good shots. Like, so when we played Ellicottville, the first six holes, I was a train wreck. I couldn't get this. I talked about this before. This dude changed my swing messed me all up and I'm trying to get back to basics because he's like you got to use your arms more don't move your body I'm like I've been told the entire opposite the my entire life move your body don't move your arms so this dude messed me all up got back to my basics around the sixth seventh hole I I parred seven and eight and then I like bogeyed nine and then I parred ten it was just like a good four holes for me and then I was like okay I'm good I don't care how I play the rest of the round I'm just having fun I'm just having a good time with my boy you know that's what golf's all about, is being out there in the sun, having a good time, enjoying the fresh air, seeing green, and sinking putts. Bleep. That's how it is. Uh-huh. It's a good time. And then you go home and watch it. Hell yeah. Well, not this weekend, because no one good was playing in the PGA Tour this weekend, mm-hmm. and everyone good was playing in the Live Golf, bro. Did you watch it? Hell yeah, I did. My boy DJ almost won, and then he lost again like he normally What do the courses look like? Are they using the same courses? No. They're using really good courses. I mean, they're still using professional um, like country clubs and stuff like that. They're speculating that next year the big um, idea is going to be that way off. Uh, the next big thing that's going to happen is next year it's going to be a ladies live golf league. And the big thing with that is ladies are going to be getting paid the same as men. Because Saudi money is fake, basically. And they can just fork over however much they want because they have billions and billions of dollars that they can just spend on whatever. Who was that most recent dude that went over to that league and he's just like, I've been on tour since some of these kids have been, like, born. Like, longer than these guys have been born. Uh, Older guy, the press conference, he wore a white polo. And he had a white visor on, somewhat like longer black flow. Pat Perez, maybe? I don't think it was Perez. I know, I know what you're talking about, though, because, yeah, he's like, why stay on the PGA Tour? Like, something new is coming up, which, like, I, I get. I think everybody conceptually is for a competitor because that's the glory of capitalism, right? Is right. like you can create something that can rival an ex- extremely established business for a better, more maybe economically friendly, like a, a better environment you can create and rival something that's been standing for a while like conceptually that makes sense a lot of people are just making a big deal out of it is because it's coming from the saudis like the human rights violations that are coming out of there and not to get political but that's where everybody's complaints are is like sure you're going there for more money but what they've done to get that money that they're using to pay athletes whether it's golf soccer or whatever sport that they're funding is blood money that's what people keep saying but Dustin Johnson's like, I don't care. I'm just being honored for you. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He's just there for the money, which is fine. And then the other thing is that they're playing three rounds of golf. PGA Tour, they play four. They're playing three rounds of golf. They're doing a shotgun start, which means everybody starts from a different tee box. And they're finishing in three hours. So you're out there for three hours. You're playing three days. You get to go home to your family, and you're done. And you're making just double. As much, if not more. The winnings for this past event was $4 million. They don't make that enough, that much when they play the PGA Tour. Right. In a winning. Normal- you have one unheard message. 
Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Winnings are like 1.75. JT came out and he's like, just admit that you're playing for the money. And it's like, what would that do? Like, who cares? Just let him be. I like JT too. But yeah, if the young guys want to stay on the tour, but even the young guys are going over. Matt Wolf just went over. They're thinking that Victor Hovland's going to go over. There's a lot of people that are going over. Then it's just going to be Rory JT on the PGA Tour because they're stuck with their morals, which I, I also get. But I think a lot of people are holding out to see if the money's real. Once these checks keep clearing, they're just going to be like, all right, it's time. I mean, they fund like all of European soccer or something like that. So it's not like these guys are just coming out of the like they came out of the woodwork and they're like we can do golf. It's like they have a track record of doing professional sports. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes if people get tired of it or what. But I don't think that they will because there's just a lot of people that are saying that they're doing it for to spend more time with their family. There's not a, as much events out of the year, so I don't have to play every single week. Like this is taxing my body. Dustin Johnson has won 21 events. Like he doesn't need to keep playing on the PGA Tour. He's if he didn't play another round on the PGA Tour, he would be in the Golf Hall of Fame easily. What's right. the point of keep playing? Right. Like who cares? Try something new. Be in the ground floor of something else. It's just that whole human rights issues that people are getting caught up about that they they just would rather it be funded by something else, but other people don't have that type of money. So speaking of money and contracts and trying to figure things out. When's our contract coming? It's off Spotify. I'm Yeah, seriously. But I'm also obsessed with how Poyer's handling this entire situation. Mm -hmm. Obsessed. Yeah, he's, a, he's doing it the right way for sure. He's still active. He's going out and doing everything he needs to. He's focused on the season. And he's still pumping up the team. Like he's not sitting He's talking in the about background. Josh Allen. He's talking about the other, you know, DBs that are coming up. Like it's he's a bro. Yeah, he's not sitting in the background pouting, waiting for it to happen. Yeah. He's like out doing stuff. Yeah. They are kind of similar, but not really. The there was a, a good Bruins player that asked for a trade in the middle of last year. 
Jake DeBrusque, and he was saying that he wants to trade, he wants to trade, and then he started playing well, and then they just fired their head coach, and he's like, all right, I don't want to trade anymore. Now everyone's like, oh, is it because of the head coach? But he was kind of a bad example of how you do it. Like, you keep just touting that you want to trade, you want to trade, where Porter's just like, I just want to get paid. If I don't, I'm still going to slap my boy. What's up? You're, you're a beast, Alan. And that, that's kind of cool to see. He's kind of keeping it to a level of it's bigger than football, which mm-hmm. is really nice. For the first time, the players are kind of looking at it from a team-first perspective instead of a business-first. Well, because you can tell. I bet this is how the conversation went. Jordan Poyer was like, McDermott, I want to talk to you about money. And he goes, all right, let me talk. Jordan, you know you want to pay you, right? But the thing is that you just got to think about how many people we have to pay. Like, we got you, we got Hyde, we have this thing that we're growing here, and we just can't pay everybody what they are actually worth. And you understand that, right, Jordan? And he, like, just, like, gets real sincere and really gets, like, down and talks to him about it, you know? He's like, you know, Jordan, like, grabs his hand, grabs his forearm like this. He's like, I want you here, brother. Like, that whole thing. But that's exactly how that went. You never turn your back up. (laughs) (laughs) I... What if Micah Hyde was in this situation, Jordan? Like, he just gets super philosophical on him and just starts making him feel bad. <laughs> Let's pontificate for a moment, shall we? I feel like if they if they had that honest conversation, he more or less said, dude, we get it. We got you. Mm-hmm. You have this season left in your contract. Let this Amazon deal go through. Let this new rights. Like, the league is now like a $4 billion thing. The further away we get from COVID, the higher the salary cap. Let us just get situated with the salary cap going into next year. We're going to pay you. Yeah. Like, calm down. And tell your wife, relax. Go back to the pool. And go keep tanning. <laughs> All right, tell Rachel. Eat some pasta. Keep taking some booty pics. Posting yeah, them on. You fine. guys will make money yeah, doing that way. Exactly. You know, like, download the OF. You know? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Release, like, two reels. Dude, she's a savage online. And a dumpster fire. Savage. Don't <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I'm also just excited to see the rookies this year. I feel like they're underestimated. Like, they got some serious talent coming in mm-hmm. on this team. And I'm really excited to see how they foster that, uh, like, camaraderie and direct messaging with them of saying this is what our message is this is how we're portrayed this is the organization's mindset this is how you respond to things and then this is your role this is what we're working towards get after it learn Mm -hmm. the playbook ask questions and then they're probably just crushed like it's so cool and really exciting and i'm convinced that moss is gone mid mid, like middle of year he's just like not there he's obsolete cook is going to step in and then Cook is probably going to move into the starter role, and Singletary is going to be the backup. Yeah, I, I just see, see it. Too. I just see it. It's cool how Russo and um, <clears throat> Epinesa and all of the pass rushers are like really getting behind Von Miller, going to his camps that he's holding and all that stuff. Like they're we're going to be a beast this year. We I just saw an article too that said our linebackers are rated best against quarterbacks since 2017. Yeah. That's well, huge. A lot of that is also due to Milano. Well, yeah, because he's a monster. I Not still like Jamie. I love the fans that don't like Milano. <laughs> They're so uneducated, and I'll be the first to say it. <laughs> so uneducated. Yeah, he's a beast. But I don't think Epinesa is going to be here after this year. I just don't. If he doesn't take a big step forward this year, he's not. Yeah, and 
I don't know. Boogie Basham is probably going to do his thing, but now that we have Shaq back, that's going to be a nice little addition there in the middle. Phillips is back. That's cool. That's cool. Eric Wood was talking about his top uh, his his top five teammates that he's ever had, and he said Shady McCoy was actually up there. Oh, I bet. And he said there was a meeting where McCoy is like this, checking a few things out, going over it, whatever. He's like clear notifications. He's on his phone, right? But he knows every play. He knows every hot read. He knows every audible. Mm -hmm. He knows every defense. He's been in the league like 12 years. Dude's a borderline Hall of Famer, like questionably, and or debatably rather. And a rookie was in the team room. They were going over things. And the head coach is like, why are you on your – or the, the coach. It wasn't McDermott, but the coach was like, why are you on your phone? And he goes, oh, I just thought we could. And he points at Shady. And Eric Wood snaps. And he's like, fuck you. He's been in the league 12 years. He knows everything upside down and backwards, blindfolded. You're nothing. You haven't earned anything. We don't even need you on this team. Like, never talk bad about McCoy. And then Shady's just like, damn. Like, (laughs) all right, brother, chill. It's going to be okay. (laughs) And then he goes, that's when our relationship flipped because I was like, vocally supporting him in front of the whole room and I just put this other dude in his place. I was like, you're a savage. He also said Richie uh, Richie, yeah, is one of his favorite teammates of all time, Fred Jackson. Well, he got a bad rap because of the whole Miami situation he's got, or whatever. He's got right? some CTE. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the... Everybody does. Dude, a report came out that said 99% of oh, NFL well, of players course. have it. Of course. And like 80% of college players have it. Bro, you're running a 4-4 four, four, 40 at 230 pounds and you're going to tell me your head's okay because of technology built within helmets stop it right you're no one's okay <laughs> no one is a hundred percent clean during their entire career yeah. it's just not a thing you're in for money you're trying to set up your family you're trying to get everybody out of the awfulness that you grew up in like there's so many variables that people aren't just going to talk about it and then all of a sudden they drop like with richie him going to Oakland, there's a massive underlying reason about why he went to Oakland that Wood alluded to, but he's like, um, Mike Mayock, his wife specializes in therapy for people with CTE, mm-hmm. and that was one of the biggest, because she knows how to treat it. So when he went to Oakland, she's like, I can I can talk to him, I can handle it, like I, I know what to do. And he was fine in Oakland until like an offseason when he went to Miami, got a little got a little sauced, and then just started throwing dumbbells around, and then he made the news for it. It's just like, dude, like, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, it was – but he's a super good player, and he's a really, really good guy. And I guess the circle's extremely small, so if you're in a circle, it's just like there's no difference to him between friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's just family, and he'll die for you. So it was just really cool. He, like, those conversations are really cool to listen to because you hear different inside scoops on things where – Wood was alluding, like he was talking about how he's got two good Italian joints that he goes to all the time. He's like, yeah, I went to my one Italian spot. And they're like, is it the best spot in Buffalo? He's like, number two. He's like, but it's our spot. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? which one? And he wouldn't name it. And it just makes you think, like, they got their own hangouts that they go to. Oh, yeah. Like the Sabres go to Aroma, Cafe Roma on Bryant, and, or Ashland. And don't know that. Like, I didn't know that that was a popular Sabres hangout. 
and I learned that three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no idea. I went there all the time when I lived right on that corner. So I would literally walk the half block, have a French pear, <laughs> their pizza <coughs> pizza happy hour they would offer. Yeah. And then, dude, it was amazing. It was like a $95 outing for like 40 bucks. If you were ever famous, though, you wouldn't want to know. I, I mean, know. we are famous, but you wouldn't want people to know where you are all the time. Well, of It's got to be such a stressful thing. Yeah. Especially for like... I mean, I like people playing a sport. How we glorify—I mean, anybody that glorified is just weird. That we do that as humans, like that we freak out over people that are famous. Like, why is that? I don't know. I really don't know. But I agree. It's like, oh, that collection of atoms is more important than mine. Yeah, it's just like, well, or this dude who, like, even not at a molecular level, but this dude that can throw a football. I want to be him. Like, that's just weird, isn't it? Like, Josh Allen, love the dude. I, I don't, like, why are we so in love with him? Like, he's a dude that throws a football for a team that is in a city that we live in. Yeah. Bro, I would die for you. It's 100%. just like, so, I know. 100%. But it's so weird that yeah, we do abso- that. Yeah, absolutely. Your favorite singer. Like, you just talk in a cool tone. Let me be inside. Like, it's just so, it's just awkward to think about that we glorify people because they do something so well. Right. But th- that's, that's been in history. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, Achilles was a beloved too. Yeah, like philosophers back in the day, like everybody. Well, kind of. Most of them were like very hated in society because they were like weird and just sat on our trees in the shade <laughs> and didn't actually work. But yeah, you know. I mean, what the hell was Socrates doing? That's dude. That's why I love Family Guy skits so much because they actually portray all these super famous philosophers in this awful light. It's like, oh, there he is, <laughs> just like under a tree, high on something. Yeah, I don't know. But why do you think that we have that? Probably society. It's got to be society based, where it's and society driven, where everybody wants to be famous, everybody wants to have likes, everybody, you know, the social media age, everybody just wants that. Yeah, they weren't hugged enough as a kid, you know. I'd, could be a number of things. If you saw your idol, would you fangirl, or do you think that you have the maturity to hold it together? What does a Mike Kelly fangirl look like? If I met Emma Watson, it's a different conversation. If, but I met the dude. You wish abortion. Was legal. <laughs> Why? I'm just kidding. What does that, that even was mean? a bad joke. What? Yeah, I, I didn't even get it. It's fine. Uh, so if you met Emma Watson, everything would be fine? I would, would, no, I would. lose it. Yeah, it wouldn't be okay. That wouldn't be okay. If I met Emma Watson tomorrow, I would not be okay. Ryan Reynolds, it'd be tough. What would happen? Would you just bombard them with questions? Would you run and hug them? Like, what would would happen? I'd stutter, for sure. Be a little socially awkward, but I, you know who I met? The lead dude from Sons of Anarchy with the blonde hair, that guy. Saw him when I was in L.A., and I was like, oh, okay. Are you, like, a huge fan of something? Uh, something yeah, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I was like, okay, like, that's insane to me that he's just walking the, he's just walking across the street. That's insane to me. And I was like, wow, like, there he is. And I, like, stared, you know, like a creep, but I'm just like, that's insane to me. But if I met Keanu Reeves, like, I, it's not that I wouldn't be unbelievably starstruck. I would, but I wouldn't be super weird like there is i met warren buffett and i asked to hold his wallet 
didn't stutter, shook his hand, awesome man, like really nice. But I'm like, it's it's this is goddamn Warren Buffett. Like I got to do something, right? You know. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is he known for? I'm like, okay, a ridiculous amount of money. Okay, hey, Mr. Buffett, really nice to meet you. It's a, it's a pleasure. You know, like it's really cool to meet you. Got a question? Yeah, what's up, son? It was like super old. And I was like, can I hold your wallet? And sitting next to him was Tony Nicely, who was the old CEO of Geico. Like, the dude is, that's like the big wig. And he just looked at me like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> and I'm just like standing there waiting for Warren to respond. And he just laughs and goes, yeah. And reaches in his back pocket and pulls out his wallet, hands it to me. And I, I now what do you do? Now I'm holding Warren Buffett's <laughs> wallet. What are you doing? I didn't get that far. <laughs> I had no plan, right? So I'm like, that's a nice wallet. I was like, nice. That's that's awesome. Thank you for letting me do that. And I give it back to him. Then he hands me a dilly bar from Dairy Queen because he owns Dairy Queen. And he's like, yeah, he loves ice cream. He goes, that was a good one because I don't think anybody's ever asked him that. <laughs> You know, and there's little Mikey from Buffalo, just like, I want to hold your wallet. And then the whole room is like the stones, dude. Like you've been in Geico for like, I don't know, 12 hours. Like you're a brand new hire. And that's what you come up with. (laughs) And you're the only one in the room wearing a suit other than the C-suite and Warren Buffett. It's like, yeah. What was everyone else wearing? Just kind of like business casual attire. And I was like, Warren Buffett's here. Like you wear a suit. Right. Goddamn Warren Buffett. You know, like. And then, of course, he like got in his Buick and drove away because yeah. he doesn't get Warren Buffett. But yeah, I was like, this, shit. yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, I still got the fo- I still got the photo of you just holding the Warren Buffett's wallet. No, of when I met him, we took like a group photo. Oh, it was yeah. like all you know, professional photographer or whatever. I'm the only one in a suit, and I sell glasses. It was before. Uh, it I don't was remember you with April. You have, when it was like April 2015, I believe. I don't remember you with glasses. Yeah, yeah. You had glasses when we met. Yeah, I got. Yeah, May 2015, I got uh, LASIK. Was it weird having them potato peel your eye? It was a different experience. You know what was cold? It was really cold. The whole room was cold because they had to keep the laser temperature down because that thing runs really hot. So the operating room was freezing. But no, it lasted. The whole procedure was seven seconds for both eyes. It was a joke. It was like three seconds and then math. You know, like it was it was a joke. So... <laughs> Was it? <laughs> so four seconds. So I, I mean, it was really, really easy. One second to transition between eyes. So three and three, and then one to get over that schnoz. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but the thing that they don't tell you about is the smell of your eye burning. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. But what they Gotta use, go, is, and then when you have COVID, you know. Correct. They use this like clamp that sits on your eye to hold your eye open so you can still blink, but. You don't actually blink. It's just the muscle activates, and then your eyelid doesn't actually move. So, so you you can blink if you're super nervous or whatever, and it doesn't actually impact anything. And then you just look at this red light, and then it's just a laser, and it does a half moon on each eye, and then they that's it. Then it's just like and it just like pulsate. It's a tattoo. They laser your prescription for 2020 into your eye at a super deep level, and then they put the flat back, and then your body's like, hey. That's your eye, and it immediately heals it because it's your eye. <laughs> so there's like, so yeah, I went home. The procedure was like 8 a.m. I was done by 9, in bed by 9.15. Fell asleep for like three hours, woke up. I slept through the healing phase, which is like when your eyes burn. I slept through that. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, I could see on the way home. It was just really cloudy. And then when I woke up, it was a little cloudy by 
I don't know, man, uh, three, three, four o'clock, I could see. And then I was just sensitive to light, but I was just, it was like I was high on drugs for the first time on a huge acid trip. And I was just looking out the window, staring at the leaves on the tree. And my dad's like, what are you looking at? I was like, I've never seen the leaves that green before with the color flakes and like the cuts in the leaf. Like I can see so much detail of these leaves. I just can't stop looking at it. It's just stunning. Have you gotten your eyes checked since? Oh yeah. Every year. Are you 2020 still? Yeah. Yeah. Every year. So I'm slightly above 2020. I'm slightly better than 2020. Hmm. But and but there's still friends where they're like, you can't see that yet. And I was just like, no, hold on. And then I'm like, right here, I can see it. And they're like, oh yeah, I could see it from back. Like there's some people that still got better long distance vision yeah. than I do, but it's so much better than contact. Our face has some weird stuff going on. Our what? Our faces. Like we have holes from our nose that go to our brain. Correct. That's weird. Yeah. We have these eyes that are exposed, which I don't even know what eyes are made of. Like, what are eyes made of? I mean, Like, they're not bone. They're not cartilage. What What are they? Yeah, like, obviously they're molecules, but hold on. What are made of? And then our mouths, made of? our teeth are the only exposed bone in our entire body. Like, our faces are weird. I agree. 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 The eye is made up of three coats or layers, enclosed various anatomical structures. The outermost layer, known as the fibrous tunic, is composed of the cornea and sclera, which provide shape to the eye and support the deeper structures. But like that, I know. But what is it? Yeah, like is it an egg yolk? That's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> like there has to be like a it's term tissue. for it. It's tissue. Oh, it's tissue. Okay. Yeah. It contains really? layers like of tissue. tissue? That enclose a gel-like fluid. Can you work out your eyes? Uh, someone's holding an eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you uh, dissect? Did you dissect an eyeball in school? I don't think so. Did I know you we did the, the frog. I know we did the frog. Yeah, yeah we did. The, uh, bombing fluid is horrendous, by the way. <laughs> it's so gross, dude. It's like, oh, that person's dead. I got this weird fluid. <laughs> Who was the first person to do that? They're just sitting there jamming a bag full. Like, where does that bag get inserted? You don't want to know. No, thanks, man. Yeah. There's some weird jobs out there. There's some weird people doing some weird things every day. There's got to be somebody to do it, though. Can you imagine being a mortician? Like somebody that literally deals with dead bodies all day, every day. I know a guy that works in a morgue. I know two people that work in a morgue. Um, it's got to be so depressing. One, right? one girl that we actually went to college with her. I went to high school with her. She's a <clears throat> uh, she's a coroner. And then I served with a dude that works in a morgue. He's like a licensed whatever, and he deals with like the tools that they use to like cut open bodies. And he like hands them to whatever. Well, I think that that's different he straight up cuts people open yeah i because but that there's like an actual i don't, I don't want to say a reason because it's like a, a taxidermist for, for a human yeah but like being in the morgue and like putting the bodies in the freezer like that's just got to be weird there's a lot of weird things about life and science and creation like theo von talked about it man it's a really good point like, think about where we all came from. It's just a sack full of full of balls. Like, what? Why? <laughs> like, why do we come from there? Yeah. If you... 
I had this thought, too. If you think too, about anything hard enough, it gets weird. I had this thought, too, Pause. and I don't even do drugs. This is the problem, guys. Like, I'm sober right now. I don't do drugs, and this is the stuff that I'm thinking about, and I also question who came up with the names for silverware. Fork, mm-hmm. I can kind of understand. Spoon, nothing. Where did that come from? Knife, same thing. You know? The knifey, the the... Uh, like why in what world did that make sense to you yeah i'm gonna look at this and call it a knife all words don't make sense yeah and i struggle with that a lot a lot it's the same thing if i constantly spell a word over and over and over again and then i look at it it doesn't look correct Mm -hmm. it's weird really weird like when did the whole rule of like you have to have a vowel in a word come to be yeah this language is shot Oh, I have an update for you, too. Weekly update. Uh, Colleen's watching Outlander without me. Because she probably likes it more than you. She actually enjoys it, and you don't. Well, no. Yeah. It's, she's intrigued more than I am. She likes it. It's not that she likes it. She likes it. It's, she wouldn't watch it if she didn't like it. It's, that's not true. It's not that <laughs> she likes it. She's just intrigued enough to, like, kind of... And then she told me about the weird part in, like, the beginning of season two... With Jamie or whatever, where he like he gets attacked. Oh yeah, yeah. Glad I didn't watch that. I <laughs> after that I wouldn't have. I'm not, nah, you can you can you can watch all that. You can finish that show. But and then like I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. She likes it. She's like back now. She likes it. In in the other time frame, and I was like, so she like talk to him about anything that happened or she just like not like oh, oh, she found love i'm like that doesn't make it okay you know what i mean like how does that conversation navigate i'm like this is it's just too much it's I mean, just it, too much it does make it okay if you were transposed 200 years earlier oh, no i was like idea. if i was trans <laughs> you had no idea if you were ever going to make it back you wouldn't try to fall in love again bro she fell in love three oh she was forced to marry it took a f- they talked all night once. They were forcing a marriage, and then all of a sudden, she just uh, uh, so fell for him. Yeah, and his back looks like an alligator skin. <laughs> Stop the nonsense! You know, Colleen no, likes it. A little rushed. Colleen likes it. It's not that she likes it. She, she just, wouldn't it, watch it if she didn't like it. We just said this. First of all, <laughs> secondly, well, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching the Jordan terminalist. Boyer, right? Yeah. So I'm watching the terminalist. Yeah, I gotta watch that too. And we just, she, she's actually like way more into that than Outlander. Way more. She watches it more than you. <laughs> Um, she actually likes it. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to start watching Terminalist too. We just finished Stranger Things. You have to start watching that too. That's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start watching Terminalist. I I don't I can't gauge Gina's interest yet because she's like, oh yeah, I want to watch it. But there's been a lot of situations where she said she wants to watch it, but to get both of us to want to watch something at the same time and have it not be the office in Parks and Rec because one of us is tired will just take forever. So I'm probably just going to end up watching Terminalist by myself. I just want to watch Terminalist, dude. I love Chris Pratt so much, and that whole storyline makes me happy. I tried to explain it to her, like, what actually happens, and I told her, like, it's going to be gory at times. It's not, though. Dude, Jack Carr was talking about it, and he said it's super gory. I'm watching it. How far are you, though? I'm watching it. How far are you, though? I read the books. How? It's not the books, dude. It is not the books. Jack was saying it's super gory. 
Four, I'm gonna trust the, four the TV, dude who made it. Four TV, it's. But remember, we grew up with Saw. So well, like, I'm not expecting it to be a horror show. But we're talking about gore and being super gory. There's elements of it where you're just like, oh, like, all right. I'm surprised they showed that. But you're not just like, you know what I mean? Like thrown up in the corner. I don't know if I've ever done that. I did with Saw. There was really? times with Saw, I was just like, God damn, like, I don't really want to watch this. Oh, I've never been like trauma. that ever. Oh, yeah, you definitely don't need therapy. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there's elements of it where you're just like, eh, but it's a different Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. It's a very different Chris Pratt. The you're- acting in it is kind of not... It's not what you're expecting. It's what do you mean, like good or bad? It's kind of got like this weird Batman type acting vibe to it, where they just have these different shots. I mean, obviously, I'm looking at it from a different lens because we're producers over here at the Buffalo Hat <laughs> but Farm. You see different shots, and you're like, "Oh, I s- that was a good shot that they did there." Do you do for- that now, though? Yeah, like, it's kind of bad. We'll talk yeah. about it after. But then there's other things that they'll add for like drama or suspense or whatever and you're like i see what they're doing it's just kind of corny you're like eh, you know yeah but it's it's good but i'm also a huge huge fan of the books Mm -hmm. i i've read every book like i i know the books inside and out and backwards it's not the books and the the show is different from the books which kind of irks like og fans a little bit it's still a really good show Well, it's good that he was a part, obviously, of creating it. So it's not like Jack Carr passed away and now his son is taking it and running. Like, it's not that. So at least you know the integrity there. We'll talk about the – because I'm super interested to hear your thoughts on it, but we'll talk about it next week because I want to hear how you interpret and watch movies and videos and stuff now because you know, like, kind of some of the stuff about behind the scenes because I do it all the time. And it's fascinating. But we'll talk about that next week because we're at an hour that flew by. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, this has been episode one. For, and we are the Buffalo Happy Hour. So thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate your time. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. And make sure you go hit up some of the businesses that we have on our channel and support them because the good thing about what we made this podcast for is to give back to the community. And the best way to do that is for you guys to show them some love. So go Hit up Brian Brothers, hit up Coven Mill, hit up other businesses that we've had on because they deserve the support. We are going to be releasing our Clonic Hilti series real soon. So if you want to watch Mike and I, our fun-filled trip throughout the entire southwest of Ireland, you got to go over to our YouTube channel because they're only going to be on YouTube. It would make literally zero point for us to put it on Red Circle or our podcast platforms because... I mean, it's just like a video. Like, we're not going to put that on the podcast platform. So if you want to watch that, go over to YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed while you're there. It's going to be four episodes, we think, right now. Um, We're putting a lot of time into editing it. But again, remember, this is our first real production thing. So some of it might not be the best. But, I mean, we're just documenting our time, having fun in Ireland, supporting Clonic Hilti because it was a great time. It was an amazing opportunity. We were so happy to be there. So go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. Subscribe there. While you're at it, you can go to patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. Become a part of our Patreon crew. So everybody, please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And Michael. Do not litter. We're out.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.